0: I am your host, Reverend Dr. Pamela Robinson, and I bring you greetings on behalf of my handsome husband, Reverend Curtis L. Robinson, Sr. We here at the Lotus Flower Podcast are so happy to be able to come to you once again, our listening audience. We want you to know that it is the lotus flower that blooms in adversity. The lotus flower is the greatest flower of them all. Why? Because it is a flower that's able to bloom and blossom, even in adverse situations. It is the lotus flower that grows in the mud, the murk and the mire. That flower starts as a seedling underneath all of that chaos and it actually pushes itself up from the chaotic environment pushes really 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 hard it has so much resistance and determination beneath the surface until it breaks forth out of that miry muckery turbulence and it blooms into this beautiful flower and when it blooms it gives off a fragrance that's astonishing and that's refreshing and purifying. That is what we liken our lotus flower guests' lives to. Many of the guests that come on and share with us have experienced some adverse situations in their lives. And they've experienced these situations. And when experiencing these situations, they've been able to bloom and blossom and push beyond the chaotic environments that sometimes they'll find themselves in. Why? Because they're planted and they're bloomed in good soil. And that is the soil of the Holy Spirit, of the Creator, of their Lord, and of their Savior. And we're grateful. So we want them to be able to share that fragrance that they're letting off from their lives with you, our listening audience. Be blessed by our guest. Today, we have a very special guest with us. Her name is Melanie Lee Heyman. She is a career-educated nutritionalist. She's employed with the Los Angeles Unified School District, She's a certified yoga instructor, a gardener, a certified culinary nutritionist, living and raw food, euthanasis, and a certified health minister. She became interested in health and wellness after high school because she did a family research project at that time that really was intriguing to her it was in her college years that she became very interested in food science so she decided to do a similar research project that she had did in high school and it was at that time that it was revealed to melody that her paternal family they had high incidences of diabetes many of the elders in her family had passed away from complications of hypertension. So Melody, she decided to do something about this problem to correct it. So what did she do? She decided that she wanted to learn all that she could about the disease process and how it actually affected her family members. So Melody began to focus her studies on seniors, her family, and her friends with the thought in mind to be able to change their eating habits. So in her business at this time, which is Mocha House Productions, Melody provides delicious, nutritious meals and she makes fun when cooking the meals so that the people that are eating the meals will know that, yes, we're eating healthy meals, but it's also a fun and happy and an enjoyous time. Melody Lee Heyman. I told her and her sister that I believe that somewhere down the line that we are related because we both have the last name of Heyman. H-A-Y-M-O-N is my maiden name and my name that I grew up with for my dad. And there aren't many Heymans out there, so we just calling ourselves cousins. So is that okay? Yes, it is. So once again, I'd like to welcome to the Lotus Flower Podcast, my cousin, Melanie Lee Heyman, of Mocha House Productions and Melody Mocha Mills, out of Los Angeles, California. Welcome, welcome, welcome thank
1: you thank you thank you thank you good morning good afternoon good evening good
0: <laughs> it's good <morning>. all good <laughs> yes it is we're in all different time zones so Yeah. Why don't, you, why don't you greet our guests and tell us a little bit
1: about yourself before we start our conversation oh wow this is always a hard question <laughs> um i'm me i'm 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 number one. I'm the number one daughter of three of Juanita and OC Heyman. Um, and my sisters and I, we love to play with our number position. <laughs> okay. I'm number one, so I get all the goodies
2: and okay. I had
1: the um experiences, right? I am very protective of uh my people. I do take being number one seriously, I do take being a sister seriously. Um, and not just to my, uh, birth sisters, but to my, uh, sister circle, um, from college and high school and, uh, my career and education, all the people I meet come encounter with. Somehow or another, I take them on as a sister and I've been adopted into a lot of families. I have several surrogate mothers and they take their position as my surrogate mother very seriously all due respect to my birth mother, you know, we all really enjoy that. That's important to me, you know, good vibrations from the universe and trying to share it with other people.
0: That's great. Now, me,
1: <laughs> that's
0: excellent. Now, you are a certified culinary nutritionist. Tell yeah, me a bit this- about about what that um, entails and how did you become interested in that particular career
1: okay um certified culinary nutritionist is a person who uses food okay foods nutrition to help heal the body The uh, human body is a self-healing body. If we give it what it needs uh, to nourishment that it needs to do the work. Um, I became interested because well, that's like the last thing that I've done became certified in uh, nutrition. Um, I really got immersed in food as a healing process. When my mother was first diagnosed with cancer 14 15 years ago and mm-hmm. i was like she needs to eat better and at that time i became a health minister i re- did some research and then i found a christian organization that uh certified you and that is where i became raw food certified and then as you continue to develop and grow um naturally one thing leads to another and so the last one is becoming a certified uh culinary nutritionist which means i cook foods that heal
0: okay and when you cook the the foods that heal how do you come about those recipes that you that you use for the food
1: um in the classes that i've taken um We are informed of the uh, foods, how different foods affect the body. Mm -hmm. Um, For example, more green foods, dark green leafy foods are more healing. And um, for the body, um, we've learned that most meat is inflammatory and tears down the body, but it can be healing to a certain degree Um, we've learned that the herbs that are kind of ignored but now Mm -hmm. I noticed in the last five years they're starting to get some good play the herbs are um, very healing and nourishing to the body you know we think of drinking tea you know most people only go as far as tea but we Mm -hmm. want to include it in our food so like parsley, that's the number one herb. Parsley and cilantro, those are my two favorites that mm-hmm. I make sure I include in each
3: meal. Why is that, and they help
1: to remove those extra toxins from the body, the um, environmental toxins that we breathe into our bodies. They help to remove those from the body.
0: Okay, cilantro and what else did you say?
1: Parsley. Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. okay.
3: Those are and, my favorites.
0: <laughs> okay, and you mix those with you mix them with with all of your meals or just some things. Um,
1: predominantly parsley goes on just about everything. Um, it can go on just about everything. You, um, if you eat a lot of uh, Italian or you know pasta, you that's included in the uh, mix anyway. Yes. But you want to finish off your foods with uh, the oh excuse me the um, herbs uh, finish it off like put it in the pot the last five minutes or top or top your salads um, raw food meals with your parsley and your cilantro Um, those can, can be mixed in more if it's uncooked but because you don't want to uh, cook out all the nutrition mm-hmm. um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> which is something we do we 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 Mm, as a people, we cook that food. We make sure it's cooked. That's mm-hmm. right. not okay. Not only good,
3: but, huh?
1: Yes, we do. We, we cook it all our Yes. Our people, we overcook our food. And <laughs> I, I. it took me a while to figure out exactly what it was. Um, mm-hmm. I've always liked vegetables. Mm-hmm. Didn't like them as much as when we had Chinese food. Mm-hmm. And not because they still had that crunch and crispness to it because they were not mm-hmm. overcooked. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, don't overcook the food. Add the herbs at the end.
0: And and why is it important not to overcook the, the vegetables and things?
1: Well, because you cook out the nutrition. You know um, how when we have a pot of greens that have, we say, ooh, I cooked them greens, I cooked them greens, cooked them down, cooked them down. <laughs> You cook out all the nutrition from the greens, and, and then we say the pot liquor. That's yeah, yeah. where all the nutrition went. The nutrition oh. is in the pot liquor because the greens are overcooked. The mm,
3: our foods yeah. are
1: very very delicate. Um, mm. Even the hearty ones they're very delicate because mm. we were intended to eat them raw, pretty oh. much. God did not oh, God did oh. not create <laughs> stoves and microwaves and all of that. Um, but when fire came along, you know things <laughs> <days.
0: laughs> Now you, now you have really messed up my my thought process because you said right. the, pot liquor, <laughs> the pot liquor was uh, was not the good stuff. That's you know I was just thinking. Wow, we've always been said that that pot liquor. And if for those that are listening, it may not be you know from this particular culture. That means the juice is down there and the greens it has got all the grease in there and the garlic and the onion and whatever else you put in there you know it's down there and um that part of it melanie is saying which i totally agree with that part of it tells us that we've cooked away all the nutrients in those greens and we cook them down we said oh yes we cook them down but that means we Mm -hmm. cook them all down to when they're mushy and soft and all we've actually cooked away the nutrients from those mm-hmm. greens. And I know that people that are listening that love their greens on Sunday after church, they're yes. not they're, they're thinking like, oh, they're messing up my messing me up now. I gotta change my paradigm mm-hmm. shift just a little paradigm shift. Yeah, yeah. But yes. it is for the best. It's for your health. Yeah. It's for yes. your health. And I thank you for sharing that. I wanted to go back a little bit and talk a bit more before we move on about your um, certificate that you received as a certified culinary nutrition expert and i have mm-hmm. a picture of that now that i wanted to bring up um i want to first of all say congratulations to you our beautiful queen sister thank you thank you melanie, melanie thank you so much for being with us again i have on the screen a certificate of expertise It says it was awarded to Melanie Heyman, certified culinary nutrition expert. Tell us a little bit about this and when did you get it? And what did you have to do to get that certificate?
1: Okay. That was the fall of 2018 when I did that program. And um, it was, It was like a regular college course (laughs) um in that it was a full semester long you know most semesters are 12 to 16 weeks and um that was a 16-week program and it took us through um the steps of um how to set up your kitchen how to set up your uh, pantry how to decide if you want to go into business, how to uh, decide uh, what kinds of meals you uh, you want to specialize in, um, the foods that are healing and inflammatory. They gave us uh, basic instruction in, um, uh, what you call it, in, in your meats, if you eat meat, um Mm -hmm. what kinds of meats to choose we had uh, pantry classes uh, knowing what what foods we should have in our pantry or everybody should have in their pantry and of course we learned that fresh is best however Mm -hmm. if you can't do fresh um then fresh frozen um Mm -hmm. and uh Knowing that local is usually better because it's also uh, an issue with our environment, as mm-hmm. you hear a lot of talk now about <clears throat> climate change and um, the pollution that has caused the climate change mm-hmm. and what we can do. So, that's a little something that everyone can do, you know, buying local as possible. And Mm -hmm. as close as your own backyard or front porch, whatever you have to grow Mm -hmm. something, create some kind of a garden that's a little bit less on the environment. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, that class, I had a good time with it. We had weekly assignments that Mm -hmm. we had to do and submit. Now that company is in Canada. So it was all. What do you call it virtual digital.
3: Yes, yes. And
1: they had modules that we had to pay attention to. They gave us tests that oh, you had nice. to pass <laughs> <laughs> with 90% or more, I think it was, or 80% or higher, you know. So she I really enjoyed the course. The uh the instructor, um, Megan Teltner. Um, I give her credit uh for her vision and she started the program because she had some uh physical issues she had a mm-hmm. crohn's disease and so she mm-hmm. had been going to see a doctor for like three years and nothing was mm-hmm. happening so then she changed her eating habits and uh lifestyle and she healed herself oh, like i said I earlier the body is a self-healing body mm-hmm. and so once you start feeding it correctly it mm-hmm. can do what it has to do and so that's how and so then from from there it grew into a big business for her and so she's well known she's well known in the culinary uh, world, uh, especially the uh, healthy versions. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yes that, that's excellent. And with with that uh, certification, are you able to take that certification and actually uh, utilize it in, in other other settings beyond? what you already do, meaning that it yeah, yeah, yes. Yes.
1: I I can use it to like my next interest is uh, giving classes.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Um I like doing live things. Um, mm-hmm. uh, the virtual is okay, but I okay. like live. I, I'm a vibe like I said, I feel, feed off the vibes of people, vibrations. Mm-hmm. And um, so I can work in stores or in um camps or wherever, wherever, just about any place. Um, Yeah. Um, Right now my focus is small because I still have a regular job. So, Mm -hmm. you know, it's my immediate community. Um, Mm -hmm. But I plan on stepping out and branching out a little bit further um, Mm -hmm. when I retire in a couple of years. Retire from my job, let me put it like that. Okay. Because we never really retire. And
0: tell us a little bit about your your job as a career educator with the Los Angeles Unified School District. What do you do?
1: <laughs> um, wow, yeah. I started that job over 30 years ago. I know I look like I'm 30, but... <laughs> 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 but, <laughs> but it was over 30 years ago. I'm almost 60. Um, oh, <laughs> yeah, I'll be 60 in August. And so, um, you certainly don't look like it. Yeah, praise God. I love to say it's the blueberries. Besides the good genes (laughs) that I received from my parents, it's the blueberries. I love (laughs) to say that. But but seriously, though, um, with LA Unified, I started back in 1988, and I walked the line in '89. And then two, three years ago, we had another strike. So I've gone full circle. I started in elementary school, mm-hmm. and um, and I've been. Uh, you see, I worked in elementary four years, and then I went to middle school once I completed my credential, and I've been working in middle school ever since, except in eighth grade. Mm-hmm. Um, L.A. Unified has gone through some changes, and a lot of them are very positive. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I started, they used to cook. And I'm tying this back to what I what you know, what I do. They used to cook in the cafeteria. Mm-hmm. Now that's not done, mostly.
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: um, even though the focus now, they are trying to make sure that all children have something to eat.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: But our children are not eating the food. And I often have to tell the kids, it might not be your mother's cooking, but you won't be hungry. It might yeah. not taste the best, but you won't be hungry. I right. usually bring my lunch mm-hmm. and twice, and this is at the school I'm at right now, twice. I have l- walked home without my lunch and didn't have any uh, other money or didn't feel like walking across the street. So I mm-hmm. ate the school food. I didn't like it, but I was not hungry
3: I afterward. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So
1: um, My job is uh, partially I do it because it's my gift. Um, mm-hmm. I'm able to figure things out. I've always been able to figure things out and break even if I didn't know Anything about it before I could mm-hmm. figure it out and break it down and make it uh, Presentable or palatable for uh, diverse audiences. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Um, I had to accept that and went with my gift mm-hmm. Um that I knew that I would not be hungry <laughs> um you know, be able to take care of myself. I'm a performing artist. Uh-huh. Um, that's where Mocha House Productions come from. When and so I combine education and with- entertainment um,
0: okay.
1: through the house productions. Um, right. So. Mm-hmm. um
0: Do you sing or dance or? or re- yes,
1: I'm an actress, dancer. I don't claim to be a singer. I leave that to my mother and my sisters.
3: But okay. I can
1: because we grew up singing as the Heyman sisters.
3: <laughs> I'm a good
1: alto and I'm a tenor, probably more tenor now than alto. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I did sing in the choir in college and we did tour the state of California and we sang mm-hmm. with Journey. And so, um, yeah.
0: Yes. And you know what? I, I know, I know down in somewhere in the bloodline, we're related because we Heyman yeah. sing looking at you yeah i'm looking yeah. at you You look like my cousin Gwen, right and you look just like some of my cousins too so yeah. and you're singing, singing and helping people and serving and all that that's yes. all the name is do okay so yes. we're just gonna call exactly. it a night and say yes yes, we got yes. Um, yes okay because <laughs> <Okay. So, laughs> it's just racking my brain so we're gonna have to yes. hang it on that one and also you um you also have here in your bio that you came into this career also because there was many of the family members that you know they had a hypertension and many of them actually were actually having untimely um, deaths because of this and you were so bothered by that to the degree that you wanted to do something about it. So tell us yes. a little bit more about about that and how that affected you and your career.
1: Uh huh. Um as a wellness person um, (laughs) in high school actually started in high school um, with a research uh, family research project that we had to do and um, it wasn't as in-depth I did not find out as much information about the family at that time but it piqued my interest and then when I got to college Mm -hmm. um, at San Diego State um, I minored in Afro-American studies. So I had a Black family studies class, and Dr. Thomas had us do a research on our family. And we were talking, and we were talking about um, how family legacy and everything about a family legacy is passed on. <clears throat> and then I realized the connection that you didn't have to have these diseases. Mm-hmm. and um, that the families are passing on. And what is truly being passed on is the lifestyle. Mm-hmm. So um, in researching about my father's family, I found out that so many people, cause we grew up mostly around my mother's family when my mm-hmm. parents divorced in Fresno. So I found, I, ha- I didn't see family members who were ill. I saw other people who were ill Mm -hmm. at church and in the community but i didn't see ill well besides alcoholism that's Mm -hmm. a certain kind of illness too um but besides that i didn't see a lot of other stuff going on but we always heard about it you know with the other people let's pray for sister and brother you know yes (laughs) and that 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 whole thing that that bothers me to this day but um but anyway talking to my uncle willie who was pretty much like the family historian for the Haymans, my father's family. Um, and that was our big connection. He informed me of all these people who had passed away. And it's it was 13 of them and then like, nine of them had diabetes where they had right. to have injections. And that's just freaked me out. And I'm just like, what, oh so. I'm just like, oh no, I ain't trying to be sticking myself in the finger or in the belly. I ain't trying to do all that. Mm-mm, no. So right. it started with me. I hear you. It started you. With yeah. me. I, That freaked me out. So I'm just like, no, I will not do that. So immediately, almost immediately, I quit eating pork.
3: Oh my. Um,
1: finding out the connection that pork had to hypertension in the black family. And mm-hmm. so I did a little experiment and Dr. Thomas, once again, she was talking about how pork affects the human body. Mm-hmm. And um, she was saying how you have the ringing in your ear, you know, what's yes. it called called? Right. And um, I'm like sitting in class, looking around,
3: <laughs> she
1: talking about me. I got okay. a little ringing in my ear. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay. So I quit eating pork. No, I made sure I ate what I had left in my freezer. Yes, and um, I'm like, oh, because you know, in college it was very afforded by the affordability pack, right? right. And um, then when I ran out for like three months,
3: mm-hmm.
1: I made sure I didn't eat any pork, no uh-huh. bacon, no pork chops. Oh, my, the ring went away. Oh, my. so then a few months later, I bought some pork. Mm -hmm. I call it unofficial official you know testing uh, testing right and I bought had pork ringing came back Finished that pack I was done Mm -hmm. I was done I I, I'm like okay this 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 scientific method did work for me so I was Mm -hmm. done with pork and then the few times that I did try to eat pork after that soon after that uh, I would say like a year, within a year, my body was starting to heal from, you know, whatever else other effects was going on. When I would go home for a holiday and mm-hmm. my Aunt Bertha and my mother, they had the the ham all cute and pretty and smelling good. And I want to taste even a little finger taste. Yes. made me sick. <laughs> I mean, it made you sick just a little bit. Made me sick. So I was like, OK, I can't do that. But of course, one more time. I tried it one more time. Mm-hmm. Made me sick. I'm oh, done man. completely. Uh-huh. It took me about two years, two, three years to be completely off a of port. Mm-hmm. Um, and then actually, you know what? I' forgot what my point was. <laughs> what was I talking about because <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I going away from the topic.
0: No, you were talking about the of the how the family members were dying from hypertension yes, yes. because okay, okay, I'm still
1: eating. there. I'm still there so you yes. know. Oh, yes, like I said, there. I brought it back to me, but then mm-hmm. um so then I just start telling the family, "Hey y'all, uh, you know, we need to start thinking about not eating the pork, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, letting go, you know, the the Muslim brothers and sisters are on to something."
3: <laughs> you
1: know and of course it's hard to hear it's hard so then i said okay i'll just focus on me and everybody mm-hmm. has accepted that and understand that and yeah. um so go a little bit further now i always share anytime i tried a new recipe or try something different i always share my sisters mm-hmm. and i we have each other's uh keys to each other's house so if i made a hope because we all are single live alone we don't have any children so you know sometimes it would be too much and I just go to my sister's house and put something in the refrigerator so this is how it started and then um, yeah just understanding that the family uh, you just got to share it with people just share just yes. give it to them you know don't tell them exactly what it is mm-hmm. people are afraid of change that's that's the yeah. main thing and mm-hmm. even if they know it's going to help them they're afraid oh. of change things that they can do that mm-hmm. and that that hurts my feelings because God created this beautiful earth to sustain us mm-hmm. and we're more willing to go with these unnatural ways of sustaining ourselves and so yeah. that really hurt once I even had a minister say and and you eat that uh without any I'm like yeah bro but you got diabetes and one of your legs is gone.
3: Oh so, my! Yes. yes, you know, and,
1: and it might not be directly at, but this is like, but that's what it is, and that's how I saw it. Yes. And so, you know, that that's that's where the I'm like, you're preaching all this stuff, you're talking about believing in God and trusting in God and following the Word and the the consequences that happen if mm-hmm. you don't follow the Word. However, you're not, you can't eat right
0: right it's holistic it's holistic and and you you are what you eat we are exactly. familiar with that old cliche you know we and with no doubt no doubt about it
3: exactly.
0: however we've not come to the realization just how profound that statement is and how to yes. apply it in our life and as a culture yes. We tend to generally yes. accept the same foods, that they're good, and then we think the things that are healthy are bad. But there is a yes. deeper meaning behind the yes. way we eat. We eat yes. habitually, don't we?
3: Yes. Not
0: intentionally. Out of, We it eat works. out of habit. And right. we eat without consciousness, without thinking. You know. We just kind of eat, and we master the taste and the sensation of how it feels in our mouths.
3: Mm-hmm. And so
0: this is why we all are, not all, but this is sometimes why many of us have become so disconnected with the natural food that's yeah. out there in the world. And I'm so glad that you, Melody, have actually come to understand the spiritual connection that we have yeah. to food. And that's what I want to talk about next is how do we connect spiritually with the food that we consume?
1: Touch it. <laughs> touch okay. it in its natural form that God intended um, uh, grow something okay like I said earlier you know if you you uh, as I connected it to uh, climate change grow mm-hmm. something in your backyard or on your front porch or wherever you have a little bit of sunlight get you some mm-hmm. soil because mm-hmm. all the earth you know we say we come from the earth Mm -hmm. and to the earth we will go back so that's our spiritual connection touch it go play in the dirt i'm a grown woman who still plays in the dirt i get my my nails done every two weeks and i say, okay i ain't gonna play in the dirt today but i will go in a couple of days and dig in the earth because i love my garden and but grow something grow your own food that's watch it grow just like we enjoy watching children grow watch your plant grow and quit killing the dandelion and quit using Monsanto's Roundup and all of those unnatural um, herbicides. They're killing okay. us, okay? Mm-hmm. They're killing us. That's getting- why the bees are dying off. The ants, is even a problem with the ants, and we don't think so, but there's even a problem with the ants. All those creatures God created before us. So yes. quit killing them. He, right. God created us last. I oh my God. not mm. Okay. Yeah, that's a whole nother sermon. I understand. Yes, he did. He he worked so hard when he made us he had to rest.
3: (laughs) Yes, he did. He had to rest the next day, okay? (laughs)
1: So we that's really that's the spiritual connection growing something for yourself eating the apple straight off the tree eating right. the orange straight off pull your onion up out of the ground grow your own sweet potatoes you can do it it's not complicated put some seeds out there give it some water you know water mm-hmm. regularly whatever the requirements are God gonna take care of it it takes care of itself when my yep. house burned down, Um, I I didn't get to attend my garden for a couple of years, but when Mm -hmm. I came back, I was just throwing out all the um, scraps from my, and I guess I missed something, you know, Mm -hmm. and tomatoes had grown up, had grown up. Tomatoes grew up that summer when I came back and I was Mm -hmm. just like, I don't remember planting anything. I I was just thought I was nourishing my soil Mm -hmm. that I had because I had been gone for two years. Right. Mm -hmm. And I was just, stuff was growing stuff is still growing i didn't plant anything in the garden in the last year because i Mm -hmm. anticipate uh some other work in my backyard so i don't want them to mess it up so i haven't planted any but Mm -hmm. i have onions that are still growing i have i have what is that cilantro that pops up every now and then you know Mm -hmm. so it will take care of itself you know yeah. so just just put some seeds out there whatever you like eating whatever you don't like eating that's the experiment that's still spiritual that's a spiritual connection god created it eat it and then, at least it can't be too bad
0: and you're saying we should eat raw food we should and foods that heal and then foods in combination so tell us a little it's bit a about the foods, in, the foods in combination how does that
3: okay happen?
1: so <sighs> especially in our community um we love carbs mm-hmm. we red beans and rice right that's yes. a favorite any kind of beans and rice
0: That's neither right.
1: one is unhealthy unto the, itself mm-hmm. beans very high in protein you want to mm-hmm. include beans however mm-hmm. when you have especially if you add meat to it you don't need those combination all those combinations mm-hmm. together what mm-hmm. you want to do and we laugh at the french meals you know Mm -hmm. but they have Mm -hmm. a piece of meat and they have a vegetable a green vegetable
0: right that's
1: the combination well now they call that ketogenic okay Mm -hmm. keto keto diet that's its focus and the natural fats yeah okay so uh we that's one combination um that we can look at when you have a meat product um just have some greens with it, you know, or a giant salad um, Mm -hmm. that doesn't have a lot of carbohydrates in it, but might be protein rich also. We want to have that balance of, we do want to have a good uh, balance of protein, carbohydrates, and fat. Now carbohydrates is broken down into two categories, which, excuse me, are your uh, fiber, okay, Mm -hmm. which is all your vegetables and -hmm. your beans, yes but it's also your sugars which Mm -hmm. the the carb the grains and the the beans and what-have-you they all have natural sugars we don't have to add white sugar to our our meals we like things sweet well you can use dates you know Mm -hmm. so that's one thing another thing is um, eating more raw yes having more raw food in your diet even if you're not going to let go of the meat i eat meat but not very much okay Mm -hmm. but you want to make sure you have something raw every day because it's it has its fullest nutritional value um so it could be a raw juice which you want to juice vegetables eat your fruit juice your -hmm. eat your fruits juice your vegetables okay Okay. you can add a little apple to it to it to give it a little more sweetness. But mm-hmm. the combinations that we like or that everyone is proud to say that they're juicy, um, yes. you don't necessarily have to do. Um, mm-hmm. So if you have uh, a meal, like what did I have yesterday? Well, yesterday I had breakfast for lunch. <laughs> I had a uh, I had a, a apple, a green apple with a pineapple, a couple of frozen pineapple, mango, and banana, mm-hmm. and I blended them together. I broke my food processor, so I put it in the blender. It still yes. tasted good. I add a little vanilla, just to boost it a little bit. Tinks uh-huh. of salt, boost it a little bit. You know, that's the flavor part, but all of those are raw foods and then i topped Mm -hmm. it for more protein well what else was in it oh it had some uh almond butter mixed in with it that helps Mm -hmm. to uh keep it combined right um um, I add, added added protein but mm-hmm. I also topped it with some sunflower seeds some mm-hmm. pumpkin seeds and then mm-hmm. I went a step further I put a little coconut because then I'm like hey, I'm I ain't going to work today I'm, I'm taking care of me. I had a good mm-hmm. massage So I did need extra and oh, I put a little coconut uh, uh, Coconut uh, flakes on it. Mm-hmm. Did I put the hemp seed on there? I think hemp seed on there also um but the best and i was full for the rest of the afternoon
3: you know until oh, the evening my.
1: so all of that was raw food all of that was raw um uh-huh. I, we become used to the cooked taste and the cooked uh-huh. texture but yeah if you train your tongue just like anything else you have to train uh-huh. it you have to try uh-huh. um then you can't get used to it but my thing is just try one thing at a time you know mm-hmm. one thing raw that you haven't tried already or one meal when i really really started getting into uh transitioning my diet um i started <laughs> because you know, okay.
3: you know that's,
1: that's what i like that's what does the most damage right so i yes, started with my right. third mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and making um using more uh raw foods and then i make a what is it called Pizzas and cream pie um okay. that is raw
3: mm-hmm.
1: um and it's delicious and the peaches are not overcooked <laughs> you can taste oh, the peaches and right. not all the mm-hmm. extra sugar because there's oh. no extra sugar in it you know okay. um mm-hmm. I, if you want it sweeter you can add dates you can add bananas you know
3: mm-hmm. you can
1: make a, a, a creamy custard without white sugar
3: so
0: Banana, bananas and dates will substitute that the white sugar in there. And, and I'm going to ask you this because I've been hearing this. Why, why is it why is it um, um necessary to stay away from white sugar or at least kind of minimize the amount that we use?
1: Because it's inflammatory. Okay. And inflammation causes disease inflammation equals disease Disease is dis ease you're not okay okay so and I and I do this experiment on occasion if I have not been using um, uh, if I haven't been doing something for my if I've been a bad girl like I was last week I was a bad girl and mm-hmm. uh, so my sciatic nerve and my uh, started inflaming me and Mm -hmm. i was like wow and i because i was eating stuff with white sugar and processed food but Mm as soon as i had like some carrot juice that's what i had i had some carrot juice Mm -hmm. and i was just tasting it just to get it right you know and actually i was making it for somebody else this is Mm -hmm. this is what has happened over the years i'm tasting to make sure it's right and i'm making it for my seniors of somebody and no sugar Mm -hmm. my body heals. Uh-huh. Whatever is going on, or you don't realize you're having an issue with your body, and then when it's not there anymore, you're like, Oh, what happened? Mm-hmm. So it's those white sugar is processed, and all the nutrients are stri- uh, stripped away. I see. So that's what most of the white food is that way, oh, okay? The nutrients mm-hmm. are stripped away. Mm-hmm. Grew up loving me some white rice and on occasion i still have some but not as much as as before mm-hmm. with knowledge right like you say in hosea now i have yeah. knowledge and i know better i yeah. do better
2: right so
1: i eat more brown rice whole grain you know to get all mm-hmm. the nutrients and mm-hmm. let it do what it has to do to the body um okay. yeah we don't want the um the stripped down version how about
0: uh, brown brown sugar would that be okay natural cane Um,
1: it's it's, um, natural cane. when i want sugar sugar that's what i use like right i by accident i bought some um vegan brown sugar Mm -hmm. and um it's pretty good (laughs) you know it's a good replacement but what i use in place of sugar mostly is agave nectar um yeah Um, uh but sugar but sugar sugar sweetener is sweetener you know it's pretty much the same but the effects on the body are different now tell us again what
0: you use so the audience would know you said you use uh, was it agave nectar Uh
1: uh-huh agave nectar and you can use that replace it one-to-one the same um i've used it uh in most things in most things Mm -hmm. that i've made i've used agave nectar uh, sometimes yeah. it's a science experiment, um, and I use agave nectar. I don't like what's that new stevia. I don't like okay. that. Okay. Um, it has an aftertaste to me, yes, and I-, I can't stand it. But it's plant based. Yes, which sugar is you know it's a plant. Sugar cane is a plant. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, what else? I don't I don't recommend the other ones those sweet and lows and I don't even remember the names of them anymore yes, I, I just put people you know the little packs the yellow pack yeah, the please. pink pack the blue yeah. pack. those thing now before they were approved mm-hmm. by the FDA the president at the time back in the 80s I just mm-hmm. put it like that um, they were considered killers can't oh and they're in they enhance cancer. And mm-hmm. so um I recommend if you're gonna have any kind of sweetener, don't use the artificial sweeteners. None of them. Yeah. None yes. of them are they're worse than the regular white sugar. So um yeah so, yeah. so you will so. think of just sweetening it, whatever. You know, a lot of us are our, our, our taste buds have become oversaturated. Uh, mm-hmm. with sugar or whatever, with these artificial flavors. And right. so we want to ease into it. You have to start off with, real sweet with dates mm-hmm. and bananas and uh, agave, if you like it real sweet, fine. Mm-hmm. But then eventually your taste, if that's your goal and you're drinking the water, um, mm-hmm. your body's gonna tell you, I don't
3: like that.
1: Uh-huh. Please do something different. Yes. Okay, either you're gonna mm-hmm. reject it immediately Mm-hmm. in your mouth and you're gonna like oh what's that when it's going down when it settles in the belly when it goes mm-hmm. through the intestines when it comes out some gonna tell it's your body is going to let you know mm-hmm. don't do that to me anymore I so once you start improving just and don't be hard on yourself you know if you mm-hmm. if you backtrack if you backtrack it's okay just yes. you know stay focused have a goal this is what I'm gonna do I'm mm-hmm. gonna stop eating snicker bars Mm-hmm. replace the snicker bar with a banana yes. it's sweet it
3: mm-hmm. has
1: texture you could have a banana w- with uh, some natural chocolate uh, mm-hmm. and nuts and you are good yeah, that's, that's a right. good mm-hmm. that's mm.
3: excellent
1: that's excellent
0: yeah. Now you also said that we are we are to be active be active yeah. it's your life yeah. be mindful tell us a little bit about how are we to be active and how is that connected to food being our spiritual or sought sort a
1: source being active Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. now when god made our bodies our bodies Mm -hmm. have joints and they move we are designed to move the more we move the more whatever we put in our mouth and comes through the belly it will move better Okay. okay so whatever kind of movements you are engaged in it will help everything go through the body better Um, assisted with water right so you don't have to be a vigorous mover even Mm -hmm. at my age I'm still pretty vigorous yeah that's what makes me feel good but I'm trying to come down cuz I'm scared I'm gonna hurt myself (laughs) (laughs) yeah Um, but um, you just want to keep your 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 joints moving it helps fight the inflammation it helps Mm -hmm. keep the blood circulating it helps move the limbs because the limbs don't move by themselves you got to move yeah. those limbs. that's where the cancers are right you got to move the, those limbs and limp, um, limp, limp,
3: keep limp, your limp. brain
1: stimulated keeps you limp. it l-y-m-p-h like lymph okay. nodes yeah limbs okay. limbs uh-huh mm-hmm. and um because see like the circulation of the blood it has the heart to pump it through yeah. right yeah but the yes, lymph nodes they're just there and they yes. have the fluid and but yes. it needs to be stimulated so you have to move to stimulate those lymphs. see. all right yes. so you can do and i recommend it because it is a spiritual connection but it's not a religion which our people have confused yoga mm-hmm. that's a gentle yoga um beginners yoga um, restorative yoga, especially if you have um, issues with your knees or your hips. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. even if you have a heart condition, you can still do restorative yoga. Whereas when you Mm -hmm. get into a pose or a posture, an asana, Mm -hmm. um, you sit in it and allow your body to open up and Mm await and allow this blood to circulate and just allow your mind to be free. Mm -hmm. Um, I like a little bit more flow Mm -hmm. Um, like I said I'm still pretty vigorous Um, I am a certified yoga instructor so Uh that's one thing I recommend for our people Um, Mm -hmm. if you are obese if you are near a pool a swimming pool of some kind you don't have to swim I'm not a swimmer but I do recommend swimming or at Mm -hmm. least getting in the pool and walking across the pool start off 10 minutes whatever your body you and breath can tolerate Mm -hmm. uh, and build up over time don't be so hard on yourself oh i didn't make that half hour Uh, if you have to do it in three or four shifts that's Mm -hmm. fine whatever your time allows however Mm -hmm. with the water that buoyancy right and you don't have that pressure on your joints okay so a lot of people who are overweight? the The pressure on their joints. They 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 have no cartilage in their joints because mm-hmm. of the weight, and so and it hurts. You hear them say it hurt. Yeah, it hurts because it's not protected. So the water helps to protect you, and then it's also like a womb thing too. Yes, you know, you into the womb and getting that protection. So yes. that amniotic fluid, right? So that's what that's all about um You can that's work awesome. in your yard, just be active, you know. Be active, you know. Like I said, I love to garden, that's some work, bending, working those abdominal muscles. And I like when I pull out the shovel and the big clips, I like my back muscle. I be like, oh, look at my back! Oh, 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 you know, <laughs> <laughs> I like how my body looks when it's lean and toned, you know, it's exciting.
0: <laughs> and um, that's yes, thanks, you know, now talk to, to us you. a little bit about about talk to us a little bit about uh, organic foods and how is that connected to us uh, spiritually through food
1: oh wow oh so you know what that that leads me to um soul food that's an acronym s-o-u-l okay so seasonal we should eat seasonal Mm
3: -hmm. organic
1: unprocessed and local which i've talked about them already organic Mm -hmm we want to be as organic as possible in that we don't want those pesticides in our system that is killing us Um, we want as little as possible because it's in the environment so it's going to be there Um, mm -hmm. but if you are growing your own foods and you're not putting the uh, traditional pesticides in the ground or on blowing uh, spraying them onto your foods then you have organic food and the organic food doesn't have to fight through the uh pesticide um in order to get to do what it is designed to do to heal your body um yes. to nourish yes. your body That makes um, sense. So- Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So organic and you know now, you know, they're trying to charge us more for it to me I'm like well organic is really less work I don't understand this why our organic food has to be costing more than Conventionally grown food. And so we have to continue to uh, send that message. We want organic food Mm -hmm. Um, if you want to go through the major uh markets but of course there are some smaller markets community markets community garden even if you don't have your own space if you live in an impacted Mm -hmm. city um Mm -hmm. there are community gardens you can rent a little space you can or go in with some other people and build up your own garden and then there's usually they usually don't allow yeah uh sites in a community garden um Mm -hmm. there are um what is it called CSA's, um, where you can have uh, organic food sent to you. I have
3: mm-hmm.
1: a, a box that I have sent to me uh, once a week. No, it's uh, every two weeks because it was like, oh, it's so much food and it's a small box. But okay. I, my, I send a box to my cousin, I share with my cousin to make sure that she's, she has diabetes. And I'm like, I need to make sure that you get more. <laughs> so, you know, I have it just to make sure I have
3: more green food
1: here you know, and so that's if it's too right. much, then I'll put it, I'll make a smoothie, it'll become a smoothie. Or Sometimes, you know, or I'll share, I do share with my sister and um, whoever stops by,
3: you know, that's I have friends who
1: have kids and you know, mm-hmm. a lot of times people get unemployed. Okay, fine, I'm still working here, take this box. You know, I've that's been doing good. that, receiving that box for wow. about three years now.
0: That's good, that's such a blessing to share with others. Yeah blessing and can you tell us a little bit about what are the best foods for optimal health and well-being just a variety of of foods would you say especially for people of color
1: yes Um, the green leafy foods we love collard greens okay eat collard greens just don't put the fat back (laughs) and i don't even remember what else all the other pork and greasy stuff mm-hmm.
2: you can
1: combine that with a healthier uh, oil mm-hmm. um, olive oil coconut oil um mm-hmm. they do have smoke flavors uh that's mm-hmm. available that's collected from yes. actual smoking so mm-hmm. uh it seems like it's a processing but it is is better so eating
3: the green
1: leafy foods you know um and not over cooking them I um see. so you know like I said the, any of the greens all of the greens uh mm-hmm. adding um uh, I still can't stand them but I, I my commitment mm-hmm. was twice a year and so far I'm doing okay Brussels sprouts you okay. know cu- uh, yeah broccoli okay. I love broccoli so you mm-hmm. know cooked steam it Steam it, but don't steam it for a half an hour. It only needs to be steamed for like six minutes at the most eight mm-hmm. Very very most if it's thick, right? Yeah. Uh, get your Christopher crucif- crucifer- Christopher crucif- I can't say it today cruciferous vegetables. Okay, so your broccoli your mm-hmm. um, Cauliflower very yeah. anti-cancer all mm-hmm. of these are highly anti-inflammatory and and Cauliflower is very very versatile I see. Um, you can use it in place of traditional white rice. You can mm-hmm. use it in your smoothie if you don't like bananas or avocados. Um, mm-hmm. It 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 does a lot of things. Um,
3: now, while uh, you're cooking,
0: I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw something else in there because this is just really bothering me. <laughs> just the green thing, the greens and butt liquor and cook. Oh, cooking them down. How
1: how should we
0: cook our greens, Melanie?
1: um this one brother i used to go to his restaurant he call it what did he call it steam fry okay (laughs) um sometimes you want to put it in a pot you don't have time to stand there but like last night i made uh, um kale with Mm -hmm. black beans here's the time I had some white rice cause I was trying to recreate that dish that he made and onions. But okay. I put a little uh, coconut oil and olive oil
2: mm-hmm. in the,
1: uh, chop the, the greens up fine or not mm-hmm. too fine. I, I wanted a little more texture. So they were yeah. about an inch, quarter inch, mm-hmm. maybe an inch and a half. Um, mm-hmm. And I got the pan warm and I put the greens in it, the kale, you know, cause mm-hmm. kale is a little more tough. And this was the dinosaur lacinato kale. Um, mm-hmm. And um, kind of like stir fry, uh-huh.
3: you know? But it, mm-hmm. And then I
1: added just like maybe a tablespoon or two of water. And there's uh-huh. that steam that's cooking it. Because remember the vegetables have water.
3: Mm-hmm. there
1: yes. most of the vegetables are 75 to 90 percent water yes. so we don't have to have a lot of water the water comes off from being cooked so I'm stirring I'm cooking it I'm stirring and then I added in the garlic the little bit of salt and some pepper the other seasoning mm-hmm. um, just stir frying it you know mm-hmm. stir cooking and then let it then put the lid on and let it cook down a little bit, you know. And then you taste it and see if the texture is where you want it to be or mm-hmm. where you can tolerate it. If you're not there yet, right? Yes. But getting better instead of putting it in the pot, putting a lot of water and then letting it just cook for yeah. I don't even know how long it brings. People we let
0: cook it cook ready. about let it cook about four hours. Put a lot of. ham-hives see, Yeah,
1: that's a lot. That's
3: yeah. a lot. Not good.
0: <laughs> But we're going to yeah. change. We're going to do better mm-hmm. as of today, and as of listening to this mm-hmm. podcast discussion with you, Melanie. We're going to do better. We're going to. Do yeah. better. I want to yeah. talk a little bit with you about your 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 sisters. You and your sisters. You have three sisters, and I've and just wonder you all are just wonderful people to the degree that you um, not only do you uh, do things to help yourself. And, and build community amongst your family members, but you've actually yeah, given yeah. It out to the community in a great way. Uh, yeah, tell exactly. me a little bit about the Heyman Scholarship Fund and, and what is that and how was its birth and um, how could someone in your area actually benefit from it?
1: Hmm, the Heyman Scholarship Fund started I don't know, over 20 years ago at our church, True Vine Missionary Baptist Church in Inglewood. We were active there as uh, junior women. And we noticed that the teens under us, um, they really weren't going to college. Okay. Or if they did, they got pregnant and dropped out or they Mm -hmm. were getting pregnant before they got to college. And we were like, wow you know what's wrong what's going on why and you know and so we decided to try to do something to inspire them or motivate them to uh, graduate high school and go to college without um, having children or before having children uh, attaining Mm -hmm. a dependent because it's so much easier life is so much easier at least getting started when it's just you i see and so um, we started uh, we chose four young ladies in our church um, who we love well actually it started because one of the young ladies well it the actual growth because we have been thinking about it and talking about it for a while uh, one of the uh, sisters asked uh, my sister Cheryl for a donation for something for her high school and Cheryl said okay I give it to you through if I don't remember exactly what it was but it was kind of like a challenge I see and um, yeah so she was our first candidate um, high school candidate and so we had one in high school one in junior high or two in junior high they were like three years spaced out two or three years apart and one in elementary and um, yeah (laughs) so she was our first one she made it through Um she didn't get pregnant. We were proud Mm -hmm. of it, but then when she got married, she got cut off.
2: (laughs) Oh
3: boy. I was like,
1: ah, but of course we were still there to support her, you know. Um, I didn't I gave her, you know, whatever she asked for, whatever she needed. Not not that she wasn't, you know, asked for a lot or anything, but I wanted to encourage her. Um you know, as Melanie Heyman, you know, just to make sure, you know, she knew the difference, you know, and then I can't remember who was in between. And then our number four, when she came up, she decided not to go to um, college. I see. I think she didn't even graduate from high school. And so we were so disappointed, but of course we loved her just the same, Mm -hmm. you know, um, though, we watch them grow up. We watched them grow up. You know, she yes. she was real young when we met her. She was like two. Oh,
3: you know, man. so uh,
1: yeah. So that's how it started. And then as it progressed, we were trying to figure out, well, how can we, you know, make this work? And we got a. I'm like, well, let's 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 add the boys in. You know, they part of the equation too. And so, right, we, we took in you know whoever applied and. For me, watching how our people do not take us as seriously as the others, mm-hmm. um, uh, in that they had a simple application process and a s- simple accountability. In mm-hmm. that we asked that they send their report card and write a statement.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes,
1: you know you know mm-hmm. we ask that you maintain a c we ain't asking for you know extreme a's or anything like you didn't you know if you can get there we're going to support you as best we can and right. so i wasn't i'm not the manager uh, <laughs> uh my sister lisa was and so she was always telling us and showing us what was going on and then the writing abilities our students didn't have the basic writing abilities so we per shops i see we were doing whatever we could and which we had some kind of workshop at least once a year and mm-hmm. we did personal um, What do you call it consultations and yeah. or whatever they needed at least as needed as needed, you know, mm-hmm. um, Although if there was an emergency from somebody else who wasn't one of our regular candidates that we were supporting mm-hmm. through their college years, um, we, we offered emergency funds like that. So like if you had to come home for a family emergency or you needed to get back to school yes. you know, for and you didn't have the funding, if we had the money, you know, mm-hmm. we gave it to,
3: you know, we supported yes. our community
1: like that.
0: Um, now, now tell me the picture that I have up on the screen at this time. I mm-hmm. see people here, tell me who the people are and you hope someone's holding a sign that says, Heyman Scholarship Fund, we got a lot of people mm-hmm. smiling here. Tell mm-hmm. me a little bit about, about this picture, Melanie.
1: Okay, so in this picture, you see the board members plus one. Um, and going from my left to right in the blue, you notice the Heyman sisters we have on a similar top. The blue, that's Cheryl Lynn. And I would call her the founder. And she was the president of the organization. And then Elisa Marie Heyman. She's the administrator. And Melanie in the purple. And who is that man? I can't think of that man's name. I think he's a family member. <laughs> I can't think of his name. He looked like um, it. He was there to support us. OK. And then that, that, I'm sorry. And then that's Valerie Lodium, um, our publicity. And she did a lot of things with, with us. Um, she's our sister friend. She's mm-hmm. a, she's a Hainan plus. <laughs>
3: yeah.
1: um, and so that was an event that we had a uh, scholarship. Uh, even, it was a really nice event. It turned out to be a really hot day though. I remember mm-hmm. that um, the sign the poster the logo show a money jar so the funds came from just our change just bringing in the change Uh, and then you have someone in the background in the um, grad high school I think that was a high school graduate and then different um, college I believe those are all college um, degree covers um, you know to encourage and so that people can see that it's doable. It has been done That's Um, true. we all have post baccalaureate experience Um, Cheryl, Cheryl, Cheryl went to fresno state for a couple of semesters, but she uh got her degrees her credentials I would say from um What is it la trade tech and la city college? I believe and lisa? she didn't want to go to college but she was very uh academic and um she she started working immediately from high school but eventually she did get her aa degree and she Mm -hmm. works at ucla so she's around academia all the time and so she has access to lots of information Mm -hmm. and she uh take whatever class comes along she's like I'm taking whatever they got to offer (laughs) and then yeah and Valerie is a college graduate also from San Jose State and um, that gentleman in the background I think he got his doctorate he was working on his doctorate at the time and then there's me Um, I have my undergraduate I did attend Fresno State for two years and I transferred Mm -hmm. to San Diego State. And that's -hmm. that's my alma mater, where I got my um, bachelor's degree in psychology Mm -hmm. and I minored also in Afro-American studies. And then when I moved to Los Angeles, I got my teaching credential at Cal State Dominguez Hills and Mm -hmm. my master's degree in education uh, from Cal State Dominguez Hills. I started the application process for the doctorate. That's on the list. That's, that's on the list. list. I'm going to oh, oh, it. You should have told me you've got to do it. You got. I'm to like, do oh, it. Doctor <laughs> I'm like, yes. Yeah. But you know what? I put yeah. it on a background burner because I was struggling. Because I think I can't write, and that that mm-hmm. just always just kind of messed me up. I don't. Yeah. I'm very casual, and so mm-hmm. that's how I approach everything. And I've been successful so far, but I so i beat myself up more than anything with that and so then one of my cousins said well don't don't worry about it do it after you retire so i just kind of put it on the back burner but just recently in the last two years i'm like i ain't gonna wait till i retire i'm gonna do it now because this is what i know
3: but um
1: um I'm like, you know what? But I don't like that hustle bustle anymore. I, I'm like, <laughs> yeah. you know, Cause everything's electronic and I'm just like, oh, that just takes me here. Right. So, yes. but I, I, in the last few years I have decided that I'm gonna finish it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to pursue it. Um, mm-hmm. I did apply to Cal, uh, not Cal, I'm so used to saying Cal State to Loyola, which is you know, like one of the number one schools, Loyola Marymount. Um, I didn't get accepted, but I ain't tripping because I know I kind of did a rush job and the writing was horrible. <laughs> it was horrible because I did that to myself from saying mm-hmm. I can't write, I can't write, I can't write. So I, I, you know, I was like, okay, I'm gonna do the basics here because I don't want to mess right. it up, right? But um, I, I, still, I still plan to pursue it and it sticks with me because one of the stories my mother told me is i said i was about four years old three four years old and i Mm -hmm. saw a doctor or something and i said i'm gonna be a doctor Mm -hmm. i'm gonna be a doctor my mother said okay melanie and i told him like yeah i'm gonna be a doctor she's like yeah but you gotta go to kindergarten first okay (laughs) (laughs) so i'm like i know that that has been in my brain in my spirit for yes. a long time, so I'm yes. like, I got to finish this process, <laughs> and yeah. and you will, and you will, I will. Yes. i do everything i've set out to do so i know i know i'm gonna do it
0: <laughs> and i'm cheering you on now and i'm gonna be pushing you i'm gonna get on that facebook i don't be like have you did it yet have you started it yet i'm gonna <laughs> be your worst you. nightmare You're like oh here she comes again The dr yeah yes you shouldn't have told me that oh lord. <laughs> <laughs> thank you thank you gotta have that support yeah. team that's right. Hey Melody, what would you like to share with us? Um anything else that we didn't talk about before we uh transition to a close? Anything else you want to share with the
1: audience? Um I just want to say to my people, um love yourself. Love yourself and show yourself love by doing the things that are good for you. Yes. And being good for you doesn't Mean that it has to be boring or unexciting or what else? I don't know. What do people call being good? You know, um, you know. Even people even think of being a Christian as being boring. But yeah. I'm exciting. I'm an exciting yeah. person. <laughs> I'm interesting. You know. So just be good to yourselves. You That's know, true. and love your love God through loving yourself you know and our body isn't is a vessel to show god Mm
3: -hmm.
1: that when you're eating right and you're doing good by yourself you have that inner glow and so that's the glow of god Mm -hmm. and you and you truly have that you do you you.
3: have that
0: a smile just lights up a room (laughs) thank you you. Blessed by having you as my guest it's just a beautiful beautiful connection that lord gave us through your sister our i first your sister uh cheryl and then i said that's got to be my cousin and my other cousins where they at so i had to find y'all <laughs> <laughs> because you. You. my brother our your brother your cousin greg he lives out in los angeles well he lives in um he lives toward uh, Pasadena. He and his wife—that's uh-huh. my brother. He's we're about a year and a half apart, and we call ourselves twins. So, so he. Awesome. But, but I'm the smart twin. So anyway, okay. you got to you know connect with him on we, Facebook. We will. and he'll be so happy to connect with you. But when awesome. I come out to see him this summer, I'm going to be coming out to see you all too. Okay. Yes, we'll have to get to meet in person, not only Yes, the phone. awesome. But once again, I truly appreciate your sharing with the listening audience today. And you mm-hmm. just persevered through, we had some technical difficulties, audience, but yeah, we yeah. Are- we aim as persevere, and we kept yes, boarding. we do. Yes, we got it. Yes, we did. And so I'm glad that we had this conversation. It was rich, Thank and you. you encouraged us to kind of get outside of our traditional ways of eating and to yes. eat right, eat properly, so that we can have long, healthy, productive lives and get yes. that glow from the inside out like you said i i love and appreciate that so melanie lee heyman of yeah, melody yeah. mocha mills and mocha house production was our yeah. special guest this evening on the lotus flower podcast thank you so much for joining us thank you thank you have a blessed afternoon thank you bye bye for now Yes, Melody Mocha Meals and Melody House Productions, live on the Lotus Flower Podcast. Our topic was our spiritual connection to food, our spiritual connection to food. And she spoke with us about raw foods and why they are good, foods that heal the body, foods, that we should combine in combination to make a meal. She talked with us about the importance of coming away from white sugar and why that can actually be cancer causing. She talked with us about being active, that it's your life. Be mindful of the food that you eat. Walk, move, dance, travel, so that you can be active. And when you're being active, it actually connects you to the spiritual source, which is your food. It keeps the food moving around in your system and you're able to actually become a whole and productive and healthy person holistically. She talked with us about the importance of organic foods and how we are to actually begin to go to local farmers markets or plant gardens in our backyard or plant gardens with a neighborhood group. And not only that, but share, begin to share what the Lord has blessed you with, share your food and share those nutritious meals that you make. She also spoke with us about a scholarship fund that she and her two sisters started almost 20 years ago called the Heyman Scholarship Fund. And it's a fund that first started out for young ladies to encourage them to go to college and to delay the gratification of having children prior to being married. And they found that the scholarship fund was very successful in encouraging the young women to the degree that they began to include the young men as well. And the young men have benefited from the Heyman Sisters Scholarship Fund as well. You can reach out to Ms. Melanie Lee Heyman via their social media page on Facebook under Melanie Lee Heyman or via email at heymanlee2 at yahoo.com. Once again, Melanie Lee Heyman, Mocha House Productions, Melody Mocha Mills, educator and culinary nutritionist. Thank you so much for being our special guest today. And now we would like to have a word from our sponsors.
2: Be sure to contact Rock Dimensional Consulting, LLC, where Dr. Keitra L. Davenport-King is the proprietor and business consultant. Located in the beautiful Dallas-Fort Worth, Texas area, her services are available nationwide online. The Rock Dimensional Consulting, LLC firm's mission is to build businesses on a solid foundation and equip leaders. RDC helps business leaders solve complex business problems, improve efficiency, empower teams, and implement long-term sustainable. Improvements. The hours of operation are 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. You may contact Dr. Davenport King via phone at 940-227-1615. The website is at www.lifeafterag.org and email them at rockdimensionalconsulting@gmail.com. at gmail.com. Dr. Keetra Davenport King's business prides herself on the following motto, building businesses on a solid foundation. Are you looking for unique, fun, fashionable clothing at a fraction of the cost? Then you've got to check out Jasmine's Fun Fashions. Jasmine's Fun Fashions is a locally owned mother-daughter consignment boutique located in the beautiful town of Morganton, North Carolina. They have over 14 years of consignment, fashion apparel purchase, and retail experience and pride themselves in providing excellent customer service as well as establishing long-lasting friendships with consigners and customers. Reach out and shop with them online via their website jazzybiz24.7 at gmail.com. However, if you're ever in the Morganton, North Carolina area, be sure to stop in the store, which is located at 304 Burke Mount Avenue in Morganton, North Carolina 28655. You may also call the store to inquire about merchandise at 828 828- five four four five one eight seven their hours of operation are monday through saturday 10 a.m to 6 p.m eastern standard time they serve their customers with the motto of ex are you looking for a friendly place to purchase your beauty supplies and hair supplies for the entire family? Well, you've found the right place. Cali Beauty Supply. Located at 1614 West Main Street in Kalamazoo, Michigan, they offer outstanding customer service and believe deeply in giving back to their community. Mo Elkatabi is the owner. Customers can shop in the store or online. Curbside pickup is also available. They also have a full-service salon inside of the business called Stephanie Renee Salon. Be sure To check them out as well, you may reach the store for your online purchases via their website at www.calibeauty.com. Their hours of operation are Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to 8 p.m., and Sunday, 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. The business prides itself with the following motto Where beauty gets done.
0: And we also have an advertisement from he Rangs Magazine. He Rangs Magazine, inspiring, impacting, and reflecting news. The founder is Tayo Ajinajay. Are you looking for an enjoyable magazine reading experience online or in print? Well, search no more. He Reigns Magazine produces a quarterly Christian publication in the city of Kalamazoo, and throughout the world. They have revamped their approach to advertisement to include digital content. Digital content has been the strategy of marketers for many decades. However, He Rains Magazine has recently embarked upon this new strategy. Now, it doesn't mean that the magazine won't be in print, because you can get your He Reigns Magazine at several grocery store and news outlets throughout Kalamazoo, Michigan. Yet and still, we want you to know that He Reigns Magazine is available online at herangsmagazines.com. Stay connected, stay informed, and stay in touch. Subscribe today To He Rangs Magazine. Reach out to Tyo Ajena J at 269 598 2778. Once again, He Rangs Magazine. We also want you to know that the Lotus Flower podcast has monetized our podcast meaning that we have ads available for purchase for businesses, churches, personal, weddings, whatever you might want to advertise. We have available advertising space at a fraction of the cost for those podcasts that are airing in our area and on live stream we would encourage you to reach out to us via email at emerginghope at gmail.com or reach out to us via our Facebook page at Dr. Pamela Robinson. And let us know that you're interested in purchasing an ad on the Lotus Flower Book Club or purchasing an ad here on the Lotus Flower Podcast we have a special offer for those of you that will purchase an ad for the first time. You will save 10% off of your first purchase. So be sure to reach out once again to us here at the Lotus Flower Podcast to purchase your podcast, business, church, personal, or whatever you may wanna use to advertisement for ad. We have over 740 active subscribers on our audio platforms at this time. And your advertisement will be reaching thousands of people, not only in the United States, but all over the world as they learn about you and the service that you provide. So once again, reach out to us at the lotus flower podcast via our email at emerginghope at gmail.com or via the facebook page under the dr pamela robinson facebook page and we will give you additional information on how to get started with our advertising on the lotus flower podcast thank you all so much for joining us today as we spoke once again to our special guest, Melanie Lee Heyman on the spiritual connection to our food source.